Well, good morning, good morning, and one more time, good morning. It's Chris Logan, your host of the Power Hour here, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show on Planet Radio 106.7, morning show powered by Motor City, 1111 North University, Lafayette. Very easy to get to right off the interstate. Their website, MotorCityLA.com. Go and see J.P. Gidry and the crew. So what is a Power Hour about? Well, the Power Hour is about getting you up to date on what's viral, what's trending, what is going on here locally, statewide, nationally, worldwide, what's viral. I hope to put a couple smiles on your face during the Power Hour. And also, too, we are streaming live. If you want to see me in the Chris Logan Media Studio, you can go to our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. You can watch along. Ian, good morning. Keith, what's up, dude? Good morning. You can comment on the Facebook Live. I'll see some of those comments come up on my screen here in the studio, and I may read some of them for um, you know, from from time to time during the show. You know, I got uh, I just finished some water, got my shoes off. Do I have some pants on? Yes, no, maybe. Who knows? You you can't see. You can't see me on the radio and how relaxed I am inside my studio this morning. Also, if you're watching on Facebook, you can't see whether I have some drawers on or you know, pants on or not. You can just see my Rise and Grind t-shirt. You can see my American flag on the wall. You can see my rare stash bourbon. You can see my Blanton's bourbon. You can see my picture of Mickey Gilly and John Travolta from Urban Cowboy. Those are the things you can see. Pants, you, you, you never know. You never know. So what is coming up inside the Power Hour today? Got a lot to get to, just like yesterday. Dude, this is an awesome story. Uh, there's a Louisiana high school senior breaking a record $9 million in scholarships and offers from 125 colleges. Also, President Biden, going to talk a little bit about him. He made an announcement yesterday. Sad story coming out of Bro Bridge. Raising canes, raising their hourly wage. Did you see that? I'll tell you how much. Also, Don Lamone got the boot and Tucker Carlson gone from Fox News. Going to talk a little bit also this morning about romantic eating. Like, what's the most romantic thing you can do with food? Because, you know, we have to have a little bit of relationship news inside the power hour. We got we got an uh-uh story. A dude got arrested for a felony because he pierced his son's ear. But there's more to that story. Aaron Rodgers trending. Nate Diaz trending. And, dude, I saw the Nate Diaz video on TikTok yesterday, and I totally forgot to talk about it. Because I like to get to some of the, you know, the trending headlines before they really hit. See, that's a that's an advantage to listening or watching along with the Power Hour. Nate Diaz choked out a dude on Bourbon Street because he because he looked like Logan Paul. <laughs> they got the fight coming up. He thought it was him, dude. That's how you know you're living rent free in somebody's head. You choke out a lookalike on Bourbon Street. Also, this story is concerning. A third-grade teacher in Austin got in trouble. I'll tell you what she got in trouble over. Bam Margera, uh, he's in the headlines today. And I don't know if we have time. We might talk about high-tech car thieves. But we're starting with this story, man. We're starting with with this one here. Got to start with, uh, with a positive story. I like doing a lot of positive stories. And obviously, this is one. A New Orleans student has broken the record for the most scholarships received by a college-bound high school senior. His name, Dennis Barnes. He is a student at the International High School of New Orleans. He is celebrating his success after being accepted into 
125 colleges and universities and receiving more than $9 million in scholarships. You really can do, do whatever you put your mind to. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, yellow, green, you know, you're, uh, you're purple and yellow, whatever it is, dude. You can, you can, you can do it if you put your mind to it. Uh, this story is from KLFY.com. You can see it there if you want. Uh, they say, quote, the Marrero's native success tops the previous record holder, also from Louisiana. In 2019, a senior from Lafayette cashed in with $8.7 million from colleges across the nation, and that was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records. Also, the story goes on to say, with a cumulative, G, a cumulative GPA of 4.98, Barnes is duly enrolled at Southern University of New Orleans, where he is also earning college credit while still in high school. His plan is to earn a dual degree in both computer science and criminal justice. When asked for advice for future seniors, Barnes said, quote, the road to a successful future is to plan ahead, network with the collegiate partners, and know that if you can see your vision, you can achieve your goal. How awesome is that? Outside the classroom, according to this story, too, uh, Barnes has served as the executive president of the National Honor Society's and has maintained straight A's dating back to elementary school. He is also fluent in Spanish. Um, you know, a, a big question is where will he study? He says he will announce his decision on Monday, May 2nd. Until then, dude has another goal. Nine million wasn't enough. He said his goal is to make it to $10 million. That's crazy, right? And Barnes will graduate on May 24th at Frederick J. Segur Civic Center. That's, that's pretty cool. $9 million in scholarships, 125 college offers. Also, yesterday was announced that President Biden is going for a second term as president. From where? My guy, the nursing home? Dude, really? I, look, I, 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 I got respect for the presidential seat. Don't get me wrong. But he, he, he's going to be 86 years old. So he, he's 80. And he's already the first octogenarian president. I think that's how you say it. 80. And I respect elders, too. They have a lot of knowledge that we can learn from. They can. But being a president... Dude, at 80, 82, 84, 86, some of our uh, senators, congressmen and women, you know, into their 90s. That power, dude, the power. Power gets addictive. Washing of the hands. <laughs> the money under the table. It gets, uh, it, it, it gets addictive. You know, all these all these politicians, man, serving life sentences in Congress and, and in Washington, D.C. And by life sentences, I mean trying to trying to serve the public. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if if President Biden would serve a second full term, he would be 86 years old, which is nine years older than Ronald Reagan was when he left office. The uh, 2024 election, according to this story here, some KATC could also be potentially a rare rematch between 
a former president and a sitting president could be between former president Donald Trump and considered to um, considered to be the front runner of the Republican Party, according to recent polling. So could be a rematch. Donald Trump versus President Biden on pay-per-view. Dude, you could get that for $79.95. It's all a show anyway. We're all in a circus anyway. This story here, I don't like reading stories like this. I don't. This is also from KLFY.com. There's not much on this story. Um, you may have seen it. It was one of the top trending stories. According to Brobridge Assistant Chief Terry Lachele, there was a shooting at the intersection of Martin and Corville Streets just before midnight. Officials say a two-year-old was shot while riding in the car with their mother. There are no other details on the toddler's condition. We hope the toddler is okay and the shooting remains under investigation. In, in Bro Bridge. Uh, <laughs> Got to come in here. If your wife has to change your diapers, you should not be eligible to serve as president. Yep. And I look, I don't care if you got a D, an R, an I, a J, an L, M, N, O, P next to your name. If you're hitting in the 80s, dude, you're hitting after 85, I, I don't think that you should, you should be president. I don't think that we should have a congressman that serves 40, 50 years at the same seat. That's just me. If you don't agree with it, it's cool. It's agree to disagree. But but there should be, it should be, it should be something against that, man. But there's not. Want to make some money? How about uh, working for Raising Canes? Check this out. Raising Canes, raising their hourly wage to $19.50. According to Yahoo Finance, Racing Canes is investing more than $9 million into its workforce. But co-CEO and COO A.J. Kamarin, not sure if I'm saying the dude's last name right, said the return of investment is far higher. The company is offering employees an average hourly wage of $19.50 plus opportunities to make $2 more per hour within the first 12 months of employment. $1 more to work past 10 and $2 more per hour to train employees, among other incentives. Racing Canes currently looking to expand with, let's see, plants open 1,500 domestic and international locations and employ more than 100, 150,000 new people. Did you see that Post Malone opened a, a pink Racing Canes in Utah? I uh, saw a picture in a story about that. I, I, I didn't really mention it here on the show, but I, in the pictures, I did see like a badass, like not, late, late 70s, early 80s Ford pickup truck that was in that, uh, in the Racing Canes parking lot, too. I'm not sure if that was for Post Malone or, you know, that's part of the, uh, the memorabilia that's, that's over there, but man, it was nice. Uh, also, the website. It's his website says Raising Canes will plan on opening over 100 restaurants, bringing, it, bringing its total to more than 800 locations. The restaurant is also offering restaurant leaders who are first-time home buyers. Get this, $10,000 towards co closing costs. Raising Canes could be a good place to work. 
I like me some raisin canes, dude. Right? It's, it's, it's getting a little high, though. But, but everything's getting a little high. You notice that? You go, you know, go, go to any place. You know where? Uh, buy a bag of chicken nuggets, man. Everything's getting higher, and, and, and the quantities we're getting is getting a little bit lower. But it's because inflation. And once that goes down, the prices are going to go down. If you believe that, I got some oceanfront property in Arizona I'll sell you at a great deal. If you think prices are going to go down after inflation goes down, nah, dog, that's the price. That's the price from here on out. That's, that's what it's going to be. Also, some big headlines yesterday. Don Lemon or Don Lemon fired by CNN after nine years with the network. Well, could you imagine Don Lemon like moving? Like he could, he could probably go. I, I don't think he would go to uh, Fox News. You know, maybe Don Lemon would go to uh, an MSNBC. Could you imagine Don Lemon on on the View? <laughs> the View already getting very low ratings and just spewing lies day after day after day. Like I don't know how it how it stays on the air. I mean, I do know how it stays on the air, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you want to go deep down that rabbit hole this morning. I don't know if you want to go that deep this morning on why stuff like that stays on the air and why we get fed the same crap day after day after day. Sometimes it's like that they don't want us to think for ourselves. You know, those days, man, those days will try to get you. Days, T-H-E-Y. That's what they said. That's what they are telling us. But Don Lamone gone after, uh, what, nine years at CNN? Baton Rouge, New Orleans guy. Um, and he was informed through his agent that he was terminated. And he added that he was not given any indication that he would be fired. Ratings weren't great for... For Don Lamone. Also, he caught some backlash after saying that uh, candidate Nikki Haley wasn't in her prime. Dude, and again, when he said that a while back, I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, she's in her 40s. You got, you got again, our president's 80. You got uh, you know, these 70, 80, 90-year-old congresswomen and, and, and congressmen and senators, but then according to Don Lamone, Nikki Haley wasn't in her prime? Dude. See, but but they just get to say that, and it and it doesn't matter. They just it, it, just with like like with the lies, and Tucker Carlson, uh, Tucker Carlson, according to some stories, um, uh, uh, agreed to part ways. What do you think is going to happen to Tucker Carlson? What do you think will happen to Fox News? Tucker Carlson, the highest rated uh, news dude on television. Brought the ratings in for Fox News. Um, now, there was a uh, lawsuit that Fox News settled with Dominion Voting Systems over false claims that uh, following the 2020 election, presidential election, and it's unclear if the split between Tucker Carlson and Fox News was related to that settlement with Dominion Voting Systems. But that's being thrown out there. But I don't think a, a real reason, and I could be wrong, was given. Uh, looks like Fox News will rotate personalities until a new host is named. 
and also saw this yesterday. That I mean, stocks like like tumbled for Fox News. This is from Markets. Uh, uh, let's see, Markets Insider, Markets.BusinessInsider.com. After Tucker Carlson left Fox News, the Fox Corporation erased $962 million in market value. That's like some Bud Light stuff right there, dude. But they lost $962 million. Wait, I just, I got something coming into my earpiece. Don Lemon? Oh, CNN stock was raised, went up 3% after they fired Don Lemon. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't... I didn't know that. Uh, that's according to my sources. <laughs> the source that's talking to me in my ear. <laughs> but no more Tucker Carlson. You know, wh where is he going to go? Uh, and also Fox News, uh, no more Don Bongino. He, um, big, big uh, radio host guy. Uh, he has his own podcast. And, and that's a thing now, man, is that uh, these, these news people, you know, again, no matter what, which side they lean on, who you who you agree with, who you watch, who you listen to, there are other platforms now than just than just the traditional media. Uh, like Megan Kelly has her own podcast. You know, Don Bongino said, "Okay, I'm I'm gone. I'm just I'm going to do my thing on my on my podcast." Could we see that from uh, either one of those guys? Uh, John says Carlson can make more money on his own than what he made with Fox. Yep. And uh, Don Lemon can't. I, I think I have to agree with that. I I, I really do. Uh, I, I saw a few reports saying, you know, like Glenn Beck could be a place for Tucker Carlson. Um, oh, man, what's the other one? Uh, not News Nation. Why can't I think of it? The other. Um, oh, my goodness. Not News Nation. What's the other one? Newsmax. That's it. Newsmax. Uh, could also maybe be another place for Tucker, or he may be—he may do it on his own. Uh, what's your name? Megan Kelly does it on her own now, because like it—that is a thing. I, I was doing it on my own, right? I, I'm no Tucker Carlson, anybody like that. But I, I launched the Planet online um, a little over a year ago, mid-April 2022, and I was only online. Had the website, the apps, uh, Alexa streaming on the website, all that stuff. And, and I considered it pretty successful. Now, I don't know, man, like over 4,000-plus app downloads, you know, you know, streams every every day, and I considered it successful. And I, and I had my own online thing going on. And then, you know, I was approached by a Kdana Broadcasting Group to put Planet on the radio and, uh, and go with Planet Radio again. So I, I, I said yes. Yeah, I think I would have been dumb to say no, but I I I had that online platform going and going really well. There there are other ways now than just the traditional the traditional media. I mean, look at dudes like Joe Rogan, you know, um, those that have popular podcasts, Theo Vaughn. I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff. You know, when back in the day before all this got popular, you had to be part of a traditional media outlet to do something like this, radio, TV, whatever it was. Now, now the internet changed the game. Changed the game. You want to throw in a pair of headphones? You got a, a webcam? Uh, you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about? Want to talk about baking cakes? You know, you want to talk about 
Uh, I want to talk about politics, whatever. You can, you can do whatever you want. The, the means is there. But, yeah, I just, I just got that in. CNN stock rose 3% after they fired Don Lamone. <laughs> That's according to my sources. And, and, and that, and that uh, may or may not have been said. That, might, that may or may not have been a joke this morning here inside of the Power Hour. But we got more coming up. We're going to talk about romantic eating in minutes. What's the most romantic thing you can do with food? Also, Aaron Rodgers, Nate Diaz choked out a dude that looked like Logan Paul on Bourbon Street. Living rent-free in someone's head. Also, a third-grade teacher in Austin got into some trouble. I'll tell you over what. It got me scratching my head. Uh, Bam Margera going viral. Uh, A man in Arkansas hit with a felony for piercing his son's ear. We'll talk more about that. And a few other headlines coming up inside the Power Hour, sponsored by Motor City. Go nowhere. More on the way. Planet Radio 106.7.
So welcome back into the Power Hour. Again, it's a part of my morning show. It's, it's Chris Logan, where we jump into what's trending, what's happening, headlines and stories for the day. Today is Tuesday, April 25th, 824, coming to you live from the Chris Logan Media Studio. Again, if you want to watch, you can watch the live feed on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. I had a countdown when I had the, so I had, I mean, look, I, I, I think I figured out how to talk during the commercials, but I just haven't had a chance to rewire everything to do so. So during the commercial break, I, I, I do a little dancing and, you know, mess around. I have a piece of paper that I wrote commercial on and I show that on the camera. Uh, and then I found this countdown that's part of StreamYard. It's this platform that I use and it's a 30 second countdown. So when there's 30 seconds left, uh, I popped that on there, and Seth told me the countdown got me hyped. <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's pretty interesting. I don't know. Maybe we'll do music, or I'll figure out a way to maybe talk during the Facebook Lives. You know, because it's not like I don't have my phone connected. It's not like a regular Facebook Live. I like a Streamyard. I can go out to different platforms, different different pages, and all that stuff. But if you go to our Planet Radio one hundred six point seven Facebook page, you can see the live video. You can see me. I got no shoes on this morning. I'm comfortable. I may or may not have pants on. Who knows? You know, no one, no one knows. I mean, I don't know. I may be very, very relaxed today. Also, we're I wanted to talk about this romantic eating and what's the most romantic thing you can do with food. This is from Food and Wine, and when I saw it this morning, it it had me thinking. About here in Acadiana, South Louisiana, Louisiana in general. And a survey finds that for a man, the most romantic thing a woman could do is hand feed him grapes one at a time. Women feel like there's nothing more romantic than when a man cooks a low-calorie meal <laughs> because she's watching her weight. Is that really what happens here for us in South Louisiana? Uh-uh. Not around here, partner. You know, the old lady might be, she might have a bag of cracklings, you know, from your favorite place, which might be Don's, Best Stop, uh, Karchner's, uh, Rascals. Where else? You know, you got, you got you, you know, mama got a little bag of cracklings and she's, you know, kind of dropping that in your mouth. You know, may, you might be breaking a tooth. You hit that, you hit that hard part of that graton. And she and that, you know, that's that's sexy to us. You know, she's holding that, you know, maybe, maybe like for us, you're feeding, you're feeding mama that link of boudin. And and things might, you know, things might get a little erotic with that too. You know, or what what if you peel in his crawfish and you're you kind of, you know, you're giving him a tail, just you know, one seductive tail at a time. But if you did that survey around here, I think that's what that's what would happen. But 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 is that real? The most romantic thing you could do is hand feed your your guy uh, grapes one at a time. Or for what's romantic for women, cook a low calorie meal. Dude, there's no such thing as a, a low calorie meal around here. Some jambalaya, cook some rice and gravy. Uh, there's no low calorie meal, dude. It's a good if he got if he got you a good Cajun guy, good Cajun man. There's there's no there's no low low calorie, mm -mm, not around here. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I got to share this. Blake says, looking into the doors of her soul as she sucked the head of a crawfish. <laughs> you, can, you, can get, you can get some sexy things going on with food here in Acadiana. John says, I like when she wipes the crackling grease and crumbs on her shirt. Yep, boudin, cracklins, crawfish, you know, maybe some pasta You know, maybe it's not spaghetti. What was it back in the day? What was that old school cartoon with, with the two dogs? You know, that classic where, where they uh, they got the same spaghetti uh, noodle and then they ended up kissing. For us, pasta noodle. Get a, get a nice pasta noodle. Just saying. This weekend could be lit. Get you a uh, get you a babysitter this weekend. Stop by uh, I don't know. Stop by Don's. Get you a pound of crackling, some boudin. Uh, stop by your favorite uh, drive-through crawfish place. It's 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 on. Maybe a daiquiri. You know, to top off the night. A nice daiquiri. You know, large. You know, maybe an extra shot. And it's it's going down. <laughs> Uh, Seth says, you make it easy to make reels daily. Oh, Lady and the Tramp. That's it. Thank you so much. Lady and the Tramp. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, finally, after months, joins the Jets. Uh, 18-year run in Green Bay. I didn't realize it was that much. I, I, I would have guessed 12, 14 years. Yeah, but time passes by so fast. But 18 years of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Now he's going to the Jets. Kind of like... Uh, what was the last old quarterback to go to the Jets? Was it Brett Favre? Jets hadn't had, they hadn't had that much luck at a quarterback spot. It, it, and is Aaron Rodgers the answer? I, I don't think so. But that went viral yesterday. Had a, a couple notifications come through on my phone. Um, let's see, the full trade per ESPN. This is not according to sources. This is according to ESPN. The Jets receiving Aaron Rodgers, the 15th overall pick in this week in this year's draft, and a 2023 fifth-round pick, number 170, in exchange for the 13th overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, a 2022 second-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and a conditional 2024 second-round pick that will become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this season. So there's, you know, there, there's some, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, like, like some picks hinge on whether or not Aaron Rodgers gets X amount of playing time. But that's been going on for what? Since late last year, early this year? And looks like it is a, a done deal. Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was never, he was never a big emotional guy. You know, he would get fired up and he just, you know, he'd give the big, you know, the big yes with, with his, um, you know, with, the, with his fist coming up. He would do the, the belt thing if he would throw a touchdown or score a touchdown. He was somewhat emotional. But the past couple of years, man, he looked bored on the sideline. He looked like maybe he was he was high a little bit. I I don't know. Kevin says Aaron Rodgers to the pit of misery. Keith said, dude, dude needs to hang it up. And he probably got enough money to hang it up if he really wants to. And but for the past couple of years, he just didn't really look happy. 
It, will a change of scenery help? I I I don't know. I I, I don't think so. Also, this kind of broke yesterday, and dude, I saw a video on it on TikTok, and uh, my, my, my buddy John texted me and said, did you see this? And I'm like, oh, dude, I forgot to talk about it on the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7, 832, 56 degrees. <laughs> Got to do the radio thing for a little while. I don't really need to tell you the temp, but sometimes I do. And it might be the right temp, it might not. Sun, it might be sunshine. It could be raining. I don't know. I have no windows here inside the Chris Logan Media Studio. Just know that I am coming to you live from, from Church Point this morning. Uh, but Nate Diaz, I guess you got Logan Paul living in his mind rent-free. Dude choked out a, a Logan Paul lookalike on, on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. The dude identified online as TikTok user Rodney Peterson said he was allegedly the victim of a chokehold after confronting Nate Diaz during a street fight on Friday in New Orleans. Diaz choked the man unconscious, causing him to fall and bounce his head off the concrete. Peterson's resemblance to influencer-turned-boxer Logan Paul created a stir when the video of the altercation surfaced. Peterson had previously poked fun at the confusion between he and and his doppelganger on social media. In a new video, a dazed Peterson curses Nate Diaz in the apparent case of mistaken identity. He said, quote, so I don't know what the hell I did to Nate Diaz, but I'm telling you what, I'm going to knock him the blank out when I know he's coming. You caught me off guard, dude. Did you think I was Logan? What the blank? Uh... You know, one, dude, you're not going to knock out Nate Diaz, okay? Nate Diaz looks like a dude that would get in a fight on Bourbon Street, though, seriously. I wouldn't mess with him. You know, don't tell him I said that, but he looks like a dude that would fight on Bourbon Street. No, he looks like he would hang with Popeye. Remember Popeye? With the glow sticks, yeah. Like, that would be, that would be somebody in Nate Diaz's crew. So... So yeah, it's just kind of what, what it looks like. But you can see that video. I'm not going to play it because I think they got some bad words in it. Uh, but that video has been circulating. Now, Nate Diaz is uh, set to face Logan Paul's younger brother, Jake Paul, the now the YouTube sensation turned boxer. He got the Pauls in his head. Uh, that's supposed to be in August. And that matches the first for Nate Diaz after leaving UFC. In the announcement of the fight, Nate Diaz said he would return to UFC after the fight with Jake Paul. Think Jake Paul can beat Nate Diaz? Should be. You know, should. I'll give a little respect to uh, Jake Paul. A little, not a lot. But if the dude wants to be a boxer and, and he's training hard, so be it. Also saw this today concerning that Jake Paul accepts KSI's offer to replace Nate Diaz in the boxing showdown because there is an arrest warrant issued for Nate Diaz in New Orleans. And KSI is open to replacing Nate Diaz if maybe happens, you know, he gets arrested, that, you know, they don't let him fight, you know, whatever it's, whatever it's going to be. 
And Jake Paul has verbally agreed to fight KSI in August if something does happen to Nate Diaz. But we'll see. Maybe Nate Diaz is going to turn himself in. Uh, I mean, I, I don't and I don't think much is going to happen to him, and they'll probably still end up fighting. You know, was this was this kind of a uh, a marketing ploy to to fire up Nate Diaz and and hype up the fight, which is coming up in August? Could could very well have been. You know, it could it, it, it could have been. It's easy to do that nowadays. You know, trick people. You know, Photoshop. You know, bad videos, dubs, you know, video dubs, vocal dubs. You know, now they got AI. You know, they can mimic any any voice person you want. Got a little something about that coming up, too. Uh, but also wanted to mention this. I'll pull it up on the screen if you're watching this morning. Uh, this one, I'm scratching my head on this one. Uh, it's from Yahoo News, but I think they may have gotten the story from somewhere else. I'm not sure. A third-grade teacher in Austin, Texas, gets reprimanded for teaching her students about their legal and constitutional rights. She says, I'm concerned that they find that concerning. Her name is Sophie Marie, a third-grade teacher coming under fire um, also her attire was also a point of contention as well. She said, you think I was teaching way out West, but this is downtown Austin. Yeah, but Austin is kind of like way out West, right? And she says, quote, okay, so today I got pulled into a check-in meeting with my administrator at school. And she had a lovely list of concerns that she wanted to bring to my attention. This is what Sophie said in her TikTok video. Including in the list is the concern that Sophie is, quote, intentionally teaching her third grade students about their rights. Quote, but my favorite amongst them is we've noticed an intentional attempt at teaching your students about their legal and constitutional rights. That's the concern. She says, why are you concerned? Why is that a concern? Why does that concern you? And uh, so she's talking a lot about, about rights. And she says, I have no other choice but to be political. Life is depending on it. Um, you know, it, it, and, and it looks like she, you know, she kind of leans uh, left according to some of what you know, she has been putting out some of what she's saying. But, but e like, you know, either, either way, no matter how you're leaning, it, it, it's, did we learn about that in school back in the day? The Constitution and, and your rights? Commoners are equally upset that the notion of teaching young students about their own rights is seen as threatening. Others are surprised by this behavior, especially given that it's taken place in the state of Texas. But it is in Austin. Okay, I'm not, I'm not ragging Austin by any means, but Austin is a little, um, a, a little left-leaning. Uh, this other person, she says, former Texas teacher here, this is why I can't anymore. Also leaving Texas this summer. 
Uh, let's see. And 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 they also was uh, talking about about her dress code violation as well. But you, you might see some of that story. You might see that circulating today. Um, I saw it on Yahoo News this morning, and that's the headline: third grade teacher. And Austin, Texas gets reprimanded for teaching students about their legal and constitutional rights. Good thing or a bad thing? Other things are getting are getting taught. I don't know. Um, also, Bam Margera in the headlines today. And, dude, you know, a lot of times when you see Bam Margera in the headlines, it, it's not positive headlines. You know, dude's going through some stuff. Pennsylvania State Police issued a warrant for... Bam Margera after alleged assault. Also, the state police in Pennsylvania asking the public's assistance in searching for Bam Margera. State police in Avondale on Sunday issued a news release saying that an arrest warrant was issued for Margera from the district court in Kennett Square, charging him with terror- terroristic threats in simple assault. According to his mom, April Margera, who was always part of the, the jokes on Jackass, he and his dad, or April and her husband, Bam, Bam's mom and dad. The target was Bam Margera's younger brother, Jess. And April Margera said Monday morning in a telephone interview, quote, we don't know where he is, referring to Bam. He is struggling with so many layers of issues. She said his brother had gone to the property on Hickory Hill Road, known in the past as Castle Bam, if you remember the show. Uh, that's where he, he was uh, there. They're going to see if they can find him. And apparently he, you know, he is. I'm, I'm not saying he is missing. But um, they're not sure where he is now. And I'm sure after this incident, he just kind of got away. But dealt with alcohol abuse, dealt with drug abuse, mental health issues. Uh, according to this story here, Bam had been living in Florida and California before returning to Chester County. Only recently. So, I mean, you know, a a lot of those dudes are going through uh, some hard times. Some of them got better. Some of them didn't. But, man, they were were on top of the world. What, lady, lady, late 90s, early 2000s, you know, even, even before Jackass came out on MTV, there were, most of them were part of CKY. And, you know, just doing all those stunts and, you know, hurting themselves day in and day out. I, I watched the latest Jackass uh, movie because I think I had nothing else to watch. And, dude, they were doing some crazy stuff. I mean, they, they all looked a little bit older. You know, they all looked in, in pretty decent shape. I don't, I don't think Bam was part of that, that latest Jackass movie at all. Uh, Steve-O was. You know, he was going through some things. Uh, Johnny Knoxville as well. But dude, th- those guys still still doing a lot of different things. Also, AI, artificial intelligence. Man, it is like the next thing. This is a little piece I saw from the Washington Post. And it says, artificial intelligence is our enemy. And when I say our, according to this story, it's not me, it says anyone who makes a living with his or her voice. There's a site, revoicer.com, and for a modest monthly fee, allows customers to access hundreds of different voices through an artificial intelligence-backed tool, and you can have them say anything. 
You can do commercials, corporate training, audio books. So like for people, and there's also, there's a radio station. I forgot where it's at, but there's an AI generated radio station. And the DJs on the air, the music's not, but the DJs are artificial intelligence. And they're hooked up to like social media, websites, traffic websites, weather websites. And, and that's where they kind of pull the local information for the radio station that they're on. But it's like everything now, I say everything, that's a little exaggerated. But a lot of things now, they have some kind of AI, artificial intelligence, like tagged along to it. And some of the big tech guys, Elon Musk. And Bill Gates, some of the others saying, hey, hey, hold, hold on. This, this could get out of our hands. <laughs> let us do it. <laughs> Y'all don't do it. Let us, let us do it. But, and it is, it's crazy. Like there's, um, I saw this website. This was probably mid to late last year before artificial intelligence really started to take off. And uh, it, it could edit podcasts. And what it would do, you could upload a podcast. It would transcribe it into this. It was like a Word document. And if you wanted to edit the podcast audio, you simply took out the parts you wanted to uh, edit. So it's almost like editing a Word document. If, if you made a mistake, you could highlight that sentence and hit delete. And it was gone from the audio. And then the big part of that website, I think it was Descript.ai or Descript.com. It was one of those. Then they were moving towards AI to where if you were doing the same podcast, then the AI would learn your voice. And if you, if you forgot to say something or you wanted to change something in that document, you could simply type what you wanted to say and it would add it to your podcast. But it's, it's crazy the way things are going. And again, you're listening to the Power Hour part of the Chris Logan Morning Show powered by Motor City here on Planet Radio 106.7. 846, could be 62 degrees, who knows? Could be 82 degrees, I, I, I don't know. I don't have to tell you the temp, although, watch, let me pull up AccuWeather, because I'm like, I, I like the weather fair and balanced. Uh, according to AccuWeather, it's now 61 degrees. There you go. Got an uh-uh moment today? Dude, and this story's kind of weird. The headline is, a man in Arkansas was hit with a felony for piercing his son's ear. So here's what happened. The kid showed up at school last Thursday with his left ear pierced. He told his friends that his dad got drunk, put him in a Nate Diaz chokehold, and shoved the needle in his ear. A teacher overheard this conversation and reported it to school officials. So it doesn't seem like this little dude wanted an ear pierced. The dad was probably just living in the 80s, right? Reminiscent of his Trans Am that he had back in the day, you know, and his, his little fluffy mullet and, and the earring that he had. He wanted his son to have one. I'm not condoning what this dad did. It was dumb if the kid didn't want a, an earring, but, but the dad did it. Remember back in the day, if you wanted to pierce your own ear, you know, the rumor was you would take two pieces of ice and you'd hold it on your earlobe and you'd heat up a needle and pop it through. I mean, infection for days, weeks, if you tried that. But police later showed up at a family's house where the dad, his name is Jeremy Sherland. 
admitted to piercing his son's ear, but refused to let them ask any further questions or even talk to his son. The cops spoke to prosecutors and were told that they could arrest Jeremy under laws in Arkansas on unlicensed body art on a person under 16 in an unlicensed facility. The man refused arrest, so four officers had to forcibly take him into custody. And that's something to get him on, huh? Unlicensed body art on a person under 16 in an, in, in an unlicensed facility. I mean, I mean, come on, dude. You're going to hold your son down, put him in an 8DS chokehold, and then you're going to pierce his ear? The scuffle, though, was caught on camera by the son, who was heard saying that he wanted his ears pierced. Then he posted it on TikTok, the caption that said, I pierced my ear a year ago and got arrested because of it. Hashtag free my boy, hashtag cop abuse. That's what they have on the video. So it seems like the son has a lot of varying stories about this and how his ears were pierced. You know, maybe, I don't know if his friends are giving him a hard time. He just wanted it to sound cool. Maybe he wanted it. Maybe they, maybe they did it for TikTok. Maybe they did it for a video. You know, but I mean, is the kid saying that he really wanted it for the dad not to get in trouble or, you know, did the dad really? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a very strange story. Uh, I, I do have the video. I'm, I'm not going to play it because, I mean, there, there is some language on it, but I'm sure you can do a little Google search and, and pick up on that if you want to check it out today. And also this, dude, look, with we were just talking about AI, talking about high tech. Looks like there's a new breed of car theft spreading a car across the country. Criminals are now using tiny devices, sometimes hidden inside innocent-looking Bluetooth speakers or even hidden in mobile phones to interface with the vehicle's control system. And this allows the thieves with very little technical experience to steal cars without needing the key. And get this, sometimes they can do it in just 15 seconds or so. Of course, you can buy the devices online for a few thousand dollars. Now, the more technology we get, the more, the more we are, are giving up. We talked about that before. But the more technology, the more, the more dangerous it's getting. And you, you got to think, like, that's a question with these electric vehicles, uh, with these driverless vehicles, like just, just the control that's, that could be put on these vehicles. You know, the, the, more, the more digital, quote-unquote, it gets. You know, the uh, Bluetooth and you know, all this other stuff. You know, you got your car connecting to the Internet. Doesn't that leave a little something open somewhere for you know, someone to do something? And are, are we heading more towards down that that path you know where is ai going to take us again i don't want to i don't want to um <laughs> i just noticed a comment i got drunk and gave my kid a mohawk last week but he asked for it <laughs> all right that that really made me that really made me laugh i mean if he asked for it i mean it, you you gave it to him um, but yeah, you know, this AI thing, these driverless cars, 
driverless taxis, electric vehicles. Where, where is it all going to go? Is it, is it all inevitable? You know, will, will, will things change? So much to think about. And we don't have time to go down the rabbit hole this morning. You may not want to hear me go down the rabbit hole, which I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. Maybe, maybe I should have a new podcast called Chris Logan's uh, Power Hour, Part 2, The Rabbit Hole. And that's, when we, and that's where we really get into some stuff. You know, we really get into some things. Power Hour Part 2, The Rabbit Hole. We got more music coming your way next hour as we wrap up the Power Hour today. Whole Foo Fighters. We got some Linkin Park coming up between 9 and 10. Uh, got to remember this one from Dust for Life. Remember Step Into the Light, Green Day, Bare Naked Ladies, Pearl Jam, and when you when you hear, and I've mentioned this a few times before before on the show, when it comes to music, you know, you're getting 90s and 2000s rock, but from time to time, you're going to catch some prehistoric planet cuts. Might go a little older than the 90s and 2000s. We do have some classic local tracks from back in the day, so some Spank the Monkey, uh, Liquid Sand, what, Down in the Park, uh, and, and some other classic local bands. You, you'll hear that from time to time. And we also have... Um, just maybe some, some one-hit wonders. You're going to hear our, our voice girl say, remember this one? And when you hear that, those songs just go a little bit deeper. But Dust for Life, Step Into the Light, that is on the way next hour. And part of our Remember This One here on Planet Radio 106.7. So more is coming up here on The Morning Show. Stay close. <laughs> 